It's time for the Film Crickets with Jay Fortier and Chris Marno. On this week's episode, number 26, Jay, Chris, and their special guest, Dave Seymour, from the hit TV show Flipping Boston, review the 1990 American biographical crime film, Goodfellas. But does it stand the test of time? Your Film Crickets are on now. Hey, friends. Uh, my name is Jay Fortier. I'm along with my good friend. Chris Martineau. And we are the Film Crickets. And what we do is we take a look at movies from 1980 to 1999 and see how well they hold up today. Today we have a special guest. It is Dave Seymour, and he is from the TV show Flipping Boston. We give our guests an option to pick the movie, and he picked the movie Goodfellas. So oh. i like to introduce a family film. <laughs> Dave Seymour, everybody. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, gentlemen, how are you, man? Good All right. Be, good to be on the film crickets. Excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and pick some light oh, fare. Glad to have you. Yeah, we... oh, of course. Look, man, <laughs> sex and drugs and rock and roll and mm -hmm. mafia hits will never, ever go out of style. I'm just, just, <laughs> just going to let you know that up front. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so what else are you uh, doing today, Dave? I mean, like yeah, you know, look, all the different yeah, things some, you're doing. Yeah, look, I got, I got some stuff going on. You know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know, as you said in the intro, there. Uh, you know, a little time on TV there with Flipping Boston, and that was fun. That was fun. You know, mm -hmm. it's amazing. People think you're an expert just because you're on uh, on a TV show, but we know from recent political landscapes that that's not always necessarily. <laughs> necessarily true you know yeah. like them not like them, or, you know or, or know anything at all actually about, yeah. about anything about anything yeah of anything of any real importance i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna inject myself with some bleach that's what i'm gonna do get rid no, of this no, COVID no. Shit. Yeah, no, but no. have you but have you tried the uv up the ass yet that's the real question i have all right that was have? In the, oh. i have and that was in the second scene of goodfellas oh that's right that's, that's remember when yep. they were in the barber shop and he yep. stuck the uv <laughs> wow, this degenerated really quick. <laughs> it didn't take long at all. All no. right, Jay, what am I doing right now? What am I doing? Hmm. I um, So we did the TV show, you know, the, the buy, fix, and flip bullshit, and, you know, uh, selling the contract, single family houses. That was great. TV was fun. It amazes me how, you know, you talk about film crickets and, and then, you know, reality TV. It's like, where do the lines blur? Well, they're, mm -hmm. they're, pre they're pretty much blurred, all right, mm -hmm. boys? Let, let's just be frank with it. If you see yeah. me walking into a room, and then the next scene you see me walking into the room, but the camera is now shooting from behind me, and you couldn't see the camera in either direction or either shot, then maybe we walked into the room two times. No. No. Stop it. Say it ain't so, you <laughs> freaking genius, right? So, you know, don't, don't believe everything you see in reality TV. I very quickly learned... Uh, the favorite phrase of that of, of all reality TV was we just need to bend reality a little bit. We're just <laughs> going to bend it, not break it, just bend it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was fun. 29 episodes, four and a half seasons, four seasons, whatever it was. It was really good. I took the, the, the TV stuff and I went into the education space and, you know, I'm very blessed to travel all over the country and also up into Canada. I even did a gig out back home in merry old England and you know, I was very blessed to be able to do that for many, many years. And then I've always been in real estate, you know, buying and holding and fixing and flipping. Uh, I just sold a, a portfolio of doors that we had up in Sanford, Maine, of all places. Just sold the last four of those. They're closing in a couple of weeks. That was 50 units. You know, so I've, I've been very blessed to be able to, you know, keep my family in, uh, in clothing, food and shelter. So that's been that's been uh, that's been really good, um, and then um, you know today we're uh, we're in the commercial arena today. I'm buying uh, large apartment complexes down in the Gulf Coast region of Florida. Uh, we work with uh, accredited investors, people that uh, have some capital that's you know we call it lazy money. If it's sitting in a a four hundred one k or a city pension or under the mattress or you know in a God forbid it's in a CD which stands for certificate of death. <laughs> um, you know, if, if your money's sitting and it's, it's earning a shitty return, then we offer aggressive returns secured by real estate for our investor uh, community. So it's kind of crazy. After 16 years as a firefighter and a paramedic in Lynn, Massachusetts, 
to now be wow. one of the yeah well, I'm a fund manager today of a hundred million dollar dollar fund by an apartment complexes in Florida. No, so, wow. um, right. yeah, <laughs> it's a different world today. So that's that's what I'm doing. All right, just a little bit of this and that, nothing too nice. crazy, you know. Oh no, well, that's not crazy at all. No, no, it's no. Not, it sounds quite yeah, mellow. It's, mellow. <laughs> it's laid back. It's so then, wait a minute. Back. Let's go to reality for a little right. bit. How close yeah. have you? Did you see Glengarry Glen Ross? I did. I did so see how, Glengarry. How close is real estate to Glengarry Glen Ross? You know what? It's 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 not that far off. All right. The truth of the matter is, in Glengarry Glen Ross, it was all about you know the realtors right doing doing mm-hmm. their thing. Right. So, you know, you know, being a I'm who listens to this cuz I'll tell you the truth if you want. Realtors, you know, that they're, they're a dime a dozen. The the mm-hmm. truth of the matter is is a good realtor is worth their weight in gold mm-hmm. if they're not uh, you know, like they 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 live, breathe and die by these supposed um code of ethics. And I see mm-hmm. them break that code of ethics just like they pass gas, you know what I mean? Fre- <laughs> frequently and it stinks. So, um <laughs> You know, I just uh, I don't have a, a huge ton of respect for that. So, you know, the the edge of it, you know, I think of it more like the boiler room. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like real estate's yep. that boiler room grinding it out. And, mm-hmm. But here's the truth that I'm at today. It's a different landscape altogether because if I can't service the people in my business, be it my tenants, you know, the contractors who work on the property, the property managers who manage our properties, the investors who expect those double-digit returns that we target for them in the beginning. If I'm over-promising and under-delivering, you mm-hmm. know, if I suck, you mm-hmm. don't stay in the business very long. So, yeah. you know, today it's like, yeah, yeah, it's got an edge to it. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah, it's, um, you know, a lot of a lot of conversations. But um, at the end of the day, the, the most important thing is to your integrity, right? Your word mm-hmm. is your bond. And I don't mean that to sound schmarmy or smarts or, you know, like a clever dick or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's a reality, you know, because, yep. you know, people smell shit really quick these days. You know what I mean? So you can't mm-hmm. be a fake, can't be a phony. You got to be able to say, I don't know when you don't know. You got to yep. be able to say, I think I can when you only think you can. Mm-hmm. But then when you can do something, let everybody know that you're, f- can I swear? No, I'm yep. right, Let everybody know you're oh, fucking yeah. good at what you do. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. And be mm-hmm. proud of it. Be fucking yep. proud of it. It's like mm-hmm. so so many people uh, tend to downplay their skill sets. And, um, you know, our mothers always said to us, didn't they? Stop uh, stop blowing your own trumpet, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah. Stop blowing your own trumpet. That That's not proper. Well, if I'm not blowing my own trumpet, who the hell will, right? That's kind of like the way I look at it. So, Well, there's a, jo- there's a joke in there I can insert, there but is. I'm not going <laughs> to. No, no, there's a couple in there. We could skirt around the edges of that one. <laughs> That was me blowing my own trumpet. Well, he must go to yoga. You heard the one about the guy, right, who could actually play taps out of his rear end on a trumpet. Did did you hear about this guy? No. Oh, yeah. He could play taps. (laughs) Right, the whole thing on a trumpet out of his rear end. And his friend was so impressed, he actually recorded it. And he said, I'm going to take this recording to this professor I know at a, um, it was like a high-end, um, a high-end like music university mm-hmm. in Europe somewhere. So he's got the recording of this guy playing the taps out of his ass on a trumpet. He takes it to the professor. He plays it for him. And he says, what do you think? And the professor says, I don't know. It sounds like some asshole blowing a trumpet to me. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh huh? How you doing? Huh? Huh? Hey, you hey, didn't hey. see that one coming, did you? Uh, no, 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 no boy. So, yeah. <laughs> what else? What else you got? I got stuff. I got game. What do you need? <laughs> well, let, let's bring the game about a movie. I think oh, this, this ought to be yes. interesting then. Yes. My yes. goodness gracious. All right. So, going up by request by Dave. Uh, we went to the 1990 film uh, Goodfellas by Martin Scorsese, based on a book uh, called Wise Guys, written by Nick Pileggi. And uh, screen, he also got a screenplay credit on this. Stars Robert De Niro, Ray Liotta, Joe Pesci, and uh, a myriad of others that we will get to later. Uh, the story of Henry Hill and his wife uh, in the mob, covering his relationship with his wife Karen Hill and his mob partners Jimmy Conway and Tommy DeVito in this Italian-American uh, in an Italian-American crime syndicate. So we've got, uh, man, basically everybody, uh, if you want a rundown of people that were in The Sopranos, you got a bunch of those people here. If you're looking for all of your uh, your actors that have played 
uh, Italian roles. You've probably seen them before. We got Pesci. We got Ray Liotta. We got De Niro. We got the late, great Paul Sorvino, oh, yeah. Frank S- Severo, Tony Darrow, Mike Starr, Frank Vincent. And then we have a, na- a host of names. Jimmy Conway, to- uh, Tommy DeVito, Karen Hill, Paul Cicero, Frankie Carbone. Frankie Carbone is Frankie. like everybody in I teach in a high school that is predominantly Italian community. So I can't tell you how many Carbones I have taught. Uh, Sonny Buns, Billy Bats. Billy Bats, also good name. Morris Kessler, so on. Tutty Cicero, and so on and so forth. So uh, we have a a plethora of Italian-American names. Uh, We're set in the mean streets. Starts in the mean streets of New York uh, with Ray Liotta. And the first scene is, it sets the tone for the whole film. Uh, if uh, If I do say so myself, a noise in a trunk and then a stabbing. And then the first line is, for my whole my life, I always wanted to be a gangster. And that frames the entire yeah, movie. So so that's our film. Um, mm-hmm. I also want to give some context here. Jason and I, our first film that we did as a film crickets, as a trial run, was a Scorsese film called After Hours. Not sure if you saw it, Dave. No, I didn't know. Um, it, it's a wacko little movie. Um, not very entertaining, but very artsy, like Scorsese Trying all of his Scorsese things. Yeah, yeah. So that was the first thing that we did, all these weird camera angles and whatnot. And not recently, last week, in fact, in celebration of Easter, I'm not really Catholic, I watched The Last Temptation of Christ. Wow. Yeah. My (laughs) mother-in-law will be so proud of you. I love that. (laughs) Oh, man. So, uh, so, you know, so we have, like, again, Jesus and we have Judas Iscariot, and it's, again, directed by Martin Scorsese. And the only reason I'm bringing it up is because that's two years removed from Goodfellas. So Goodfellas, mm-hmm. 1990, Last mm-hmm. Temptation of Christ, 1988. And a lot of those same wacko camera angles and framing. And that we get that right away with this movie, that that the camera is not only the narrator, but also walking us as an audience through the life of this gangster. So we hear the narration, and we also get almost like to be in, in, ensconced in the universe through the camera angle, which is amazing through the movie so anyway so that's the framework and this is not an easy movie to watch <laughs> um i don't think but that's just me what why do you say that because it's not let me put it this way I, i'm actually gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna pedal back on my last statement a little bit when i went to go i rented this movie because jay played the smart route went to the local library because books ah, movies so um <laughs> <laughs> you notice that when you go to the library to rent a movie, that's all anybody is taking out of the library is movies. Have you right, noticed that? Right, that's unfortunate, right. but it's true. So anyway, so I remember watching this as a as in the tenth grade, eleventh grade, because that's the year it was. I just remember it was a tough movie to watch. It starts with a stabbing, a lot of gunshots to the head. Just it's tough to watch his relationship. It's tough to watch Ray Liotta going through watching people get beat up. You know, because I'm not, you know, I'm not from the mean streets of anything. I'm from the suburbs. So I was not, that was a new universe for me. So at the time, it was a hard movie to watch because I'm like, it made you very uncomfortable. It made me very uncomfortable because I did not, I shied away from fights. I, you know, look at me. I got got a comic. You saw my stuff. I have a comic book collection, a Lego set. I mean, I'm not getting in fights, folks. It's just yeah, not but happening. hold on a second. John Wayne Gacy was an ice cream man. Let's be honest here. You never know what, what's really going on on the inside. You know what I'm <laughs> and saying? And Ted, Ted Kaczynski was a mathematician, so I guess it really doesn't matter. But um, <laughs> so the fact of the matter is that the movie at the time when I watched it when I was young made me very uncomfortable because I did not understand this life at all. Yeah. And then when I watched it now, so that's why I'm backpedaling a little bit. When I watched it this time, I did not get that sense probably because a life happened, you know, I'm 46, mm-hmm. I'm not 15 and mm-hmm. not that I've gotten in fights or anything. And B I've seen other movies. So I'm become a little numb to that kind of violence. I can get yeah. past the violence to watch the story. Whereas yeah. at the time, the violence was the thing that stuck in my head, but really it's the violence is a means to the end of the story. You sure. just have to get past that. So sure. that's why no, I, I say like that. It. No, I get it. Well, I, I gotta, I also, I think um, the Pesci character, Tommy, is the hardest one for us to get warm. Yeah. About. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's so yeah. oh, he's so hot headed. And it's not just hot headed like because people can be hot headed and not pull out a gun and start killing right. people. <laughs> right. So he he takes it to such a level that it's it's like what, what do you call it? It's like 
uh, not homicidal. Of course, it's homicidal, but I was thinking of the sociopathic. Other it's yeah. Thank also, you. It's thank also you, maniacal. Yeah. Sociopathic and maniacal <sighs> all at yep. the same time, right? Well, can For we sure. agree? Right. Can yeah. we agree that, uh, that it's so uncomfortable? <laughs> so what's Pesci's deal? That what's Tommy's deal? Is he a Napoleon complex, or is it just because he's he's in the mob and he loves it? Like, what's Look, the deal? No, it's a great. That's a great question. And I, I, you know, I thought I actually put in some thinking time prior to us doing this because I, I haven't watched the movie in years, right? But I watched it probably twenty times without mm-hmm. exaggeration when when it first came out, and um, I was working in law enforcement uh, at the time. I was working. In, I was a special police officer in Chelsea, Massachusetts, uh, working out of a, a retail environment. And I remember we, we all loved, we all loved the movie, like the guys, the crew, like we loved, I think, here's what I think. I think there's a little bit of gangster in all of us. I honestly believe that. I also believe that to be a really good cop, you got to have a little bit more than just a little bit of gangster in you mm-hmm. so that you understand a gangster when you see one, interact with one, talk to one, you know, uh, watch one. Mm-hmm. So you take a guy like Pesci or the character that he played, Tommy, based off of a real character, I'm sure, according to um, uh, Scorsese's background on it. And the ability to go from zero to 100 in a split second mm-hmm. is everything. And mm-hmm. what the character did, there was an undertow of a velocity of violence that was waiting in the wings, looking mm-hmm. for an opportunity to go. Now, mm-hmm. now I'm going to put on my therapist and psychologist head. Oh, bring it. Here it comes, baby. All right, hit it. We are only a product of our past. We are only a product of our environments. We're only a product of the things that we are exposed to. So you take a guy like that, you talk about the mean streets of nowhere. I'm from the suburbs, is what mm-hmm. you said, right? Yeah. The, these gangsters were born into it. There are mm-hmm. some, like Henry Hill, mm-hmm. who was never going to be all the way in because his last name was Hill. He wasn't of Sicilian descent, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all the way down. He was always going to be kind of on the periphery. But from what I've read and what I've, I've, I've seen and, and the movies I've watched and the documentaries and you know your Teflon Dons and the, the whole process, if you really engross yourself in that culture – it's it's generational, right? Mm-hmm. The fact of watching a guy get his face beaten to a pulp mm-hmm. was commonplace. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, you know, it, it just was part of the community. It was part of Brooklyn. It was part of being on the streets. It was part of being a crew. Mm-hmm. And you know, and if you if you want to equate it, kind of more of today, we still got the gangsters. Now mm-hmm. they're just in, you know, now it's it's the 187s, it's the Bloods and the Crips and the, mm-hmm. you know, they're still gangsters. They're still involved in those environments. Right. You know, some of the, the rules that were around it in, in the, you know, the mafia, the Italian community, you know, from what we saw in the movies. But what do I know? If I mm-hmm. met a real, real gangster, I'd shit my pants and run away. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not that guy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Pesci's character, that undertow of violence. I mean, how good is the scene? What, what am I, a clown? You're a big guy. You're really funny. You're really funny. Uh, what do you mean I'm funny? It's, it's funny, you know. You're, it's a good story. It's funny. You're a funny guy. What do you mean? You mean the way I talk? What? It's just, you know, you, it's, you're just funny. It's, you know, the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how? I mean, what's funny about it? Tommy, no, you got it all wrong. He's... Oh, oh, Anthony. He's a big boy. He knows what he said. What'd you say? You're right. Funny how? Just... What? Just, you know, you're, you're funny. <laughs> you mean, man, let me understand this, because I don't, you know, maybe it's me, I'm a little fucked up, maybe. But I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? I'm not just... You know how you tell a story? What? No, no, I don't know. You said it. How do I know? You said I'm funny. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. I 
Get the fuck out of here, to Tommy. <laughs> you motherfucker. I almost had him. I almost had him. Stuttering, yeah, stuttering prick yet. Frankie, was he shaking? I wonder about you sometimes, Henry. You may fold under questioning. That scene is probably one of the most famous scenes ever, you know, mm -hmm. the Pesci's done and, and probably mm -hmm. will ever do. So it's a product of your past. That's kind of how I look at it. We get the privilege of watching that world hoping we don't get stabbed or shot mm -hmm. yeah. or robbed or beaten sure. up, right? Yeah. Or squeezed, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So we get, to, we get to do the voyeurism shit. We sit on the sidelines and we can judge from our comfortable armchairs in suburbia, yep. mm -hmm. right? And we can root for a bad guy without a guilty conscience. Yeah. That's kind of the way I look at Pesci. Does that make sense? What do you think? Oh, I'll take that and I'll go one step further. I'll say that in Pesci's mind, he's not doing anything wrong. Right. He's not because he's a, it's sociopathic, but it's also right. a product of this is just how this is done. In fact, Ray Liotta, at the beginning of the movie, when he kind of frames why he wants to be a gangster, is because look at the lifestyle. This is just how it's done. Right. Like, this is right. what I want to get into because... It's not that I really want to go beat people up. It's not that I really want to traffic in drugs. In fact, that's kind of like where it went wrong. But it's like he doesn't want He just wants look at these guys. They run the neighborhood. It's fantastic. You're royalty. Yeah, they're royalty. And the fact that yeah. they get beat up every now and then, it doesn't matter. So, so the violence is part of the aesthetic. However, I'll go one step further. And I'll say that. Ray Liotta, or we'll say Henry Hill. I always go by the actors. It's such yeah, a yeah, bad habit, character. Yeah, right? yeah. So Henry Hill wants in, right? And he gets in, and he wants to be part of that lifestyle. So he's an outsider willing to do whatever it takes to get into it. And he's okay with all of it until Pesci shoots the guy for no reason. Because up to that point, it's all just intimidation. Up to that point, he's like, hey, I'm on board. This is great. But once he sees how crazy it actually is but it's at that point the movie goes off the rails well, you, you realize you, you asked the question right was it napoleon syndrome yeah. right and i and i i go off on my little fucking tirade there about mm -hmm. you know you know product of your past etc cetera, etc cetera. but we really do get an insight into into tommy right mm -hmm. yeah. uh, we get an insight into him when he says to him why don't you go get your your, your shine box Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tommy, go get your shine box. Mm -hmm. And that that's where, you know, that's it. That's the scene. Mm -hmm. That's the start. That, and we find mm -hmm. out later on why why the guy was in the trunk. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And the immediate disrespect. Right. You say royalty, Jay. Mm -hmm. Like they are. They're, they're, they're the, they're the mm -hmm. royalty. They, they rule the street when mm -hmm. when you know, when when the mobster, when the, the dawn is walking the street from Brooklyn in the 30s, 40s, 50s, you know, New York to uh to what we saw in the movie and the and the reproduction of that it's like they were revered they were they were almost robin hood like you mm -hmm. know what i mean yeah and you cannot in those environments uh be weak at any time so any sign of weakness was was immediately you know brutalized mm -hmm. to the point that you know I, I i just it was something about it the the, the scene when they go home and she's like, Ma, I gotta, I gotta borrow your knife. We, mm -hmm. we you know, the the thing, yeah. you know, you know, I gotta borrow the knife. I hit a deer, Ma. You know, it's uh, it's thing. What was it? It's it's hoof, Ma. It's hoof. Yeah. Got stuck in the grill, Ma. You yeah. know, why don't you go get a nice girl like like mm -hmm. like Henry? Yeah. Ah, Ma, I get a nice girl every night, but I yeah. love you. You know I what love I mean? You. I'm gonna, I like, want to be with you. I've had friends, close friends, in the Italian community, and I was very blessed to be welcomed in, and it was like. That la familia, right? Mm -hmm. The family, right? Yep. The head of the family and the structure and everything else is incredibly ingrained in the Italian community. Mm -hmm. And then it's just it's just made cancerous. It's just mm -hmm. made yep. cancerous when you had you had the mob there. I'll tell you a quick story. A friend of mine's um, uh, father-in-law was a captain in uh, New uh, East Haven Police Department, and uh, we were visiting one weekend. Ba 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 ba. We go to a little uh, little pastry shop there somewhere in New Haven, East Haven area. And as we walk in there, now he's a retired police captain. And as we walk in there, you look down the end of the pastry shop, it was a fucking scene out of Goodfellas. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, the big yep. guy and the shirt and the spats mm -hmm. and, the, and the whole thing. And they looked at, at, at the guy, the cop, 
the retired cop, my buddy's uh, fa- uh, father-in-law, he looks back at those guys and they like acknowledge each other with the nod. You know what mm. I mean? The nod yep. that speaks a thousand words. <laughs> <laughs> the yep. acknowledgement across the bakery while mm-hmm. they're having a cannoli and a and a, and, a, and an espresso. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And as we left there, I'm like, who are those guys? And he goes, eh, don't worry about those guys. I said, you know them? He goes, yeah, I know those guys. He mm-hmm. says, there's some respect there. I said, really? What, what is it? He goes, eh, like he didn't want to open don't the door. Don't worry about I, it. <laughs> and I keep pushing. I keep pushing. I'm pushing. He goes, look, you really want to know? He goes, that guy, and he tells me his name, you know, Jimmy the Fish or mm-hmm. Tony the Fox and Charlie the Donkey, whatever the fuck they were called, right? He goes, yeah, you know, he, he, he did this and he did that and, you know, he did some time for this and that and everything else. And I go, why do they like acknowledge you? He goes, because there was respect. And the game was very simply put and the rules were laid out very, very clearly, right? Mm-hmm. Cops and robbers and, and everybody kind of understood their role. And I think a lot of that was really clear in Goodfellas. You mm-hmm. did not expect Tommy to say, I'm sorry, and go to a fucking AA meeting or get sober or anything. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Or go to, you know, get off the drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, they they all had to have, you know, a um, a, a gumar on the side, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to have your, your squeeze. And mm-hmm. it, it's just, it was just, it was so intriguing to see that in the movie environment and then you know, when you get to see a real documentary about the lifestyle and the, the cops that infiltrated, I mean, what was the um, Donnie Brasco? I mean, what yeah. a great movie, Donnie mm-hmm. Brasco. All of these movies kind of like seem to spawn off of that. So it definitely, it definitely, I don't know that there's as much interest in it now, like mm-hmm. the whole Italian mobster movie world as there was back then. But, you know, I don't know, man, it's just, just my thing got me rocking and rolling. I would have to say yes because of the enormous popularity of The Sopranos, which wasn't that long ago. Yeah, I mean, you know, Tony Soprano and Paulie and and all of those guys. I mean, you could but, sit I, and Christopher, who got murdered yesterday in um, the movie. Uh, yes. Yeah, Christopher. I don't mean in real life. They get murdered yeah. in in, uh, in Goodfellas. <laughs> he was yeah, spider. spider spider. Right, yeah, stuttering spider. prick. Yeah. No. Walk, the, walk the drink over. Eh, his whole family's a rat. I mean, come on. <laughs> okay, now, all right. Now let's 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 talk about pride for a second. You just got shot in the mm-hmm. foot about what half a yeah. week ago, a couple yeah. days ago. Yeah. I don't know. wasn't that long ago. Yeah. All right. The guy who just shot you in the foot uh, is obviously yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Now the last thing you say is fuck yeah, you. fuck yourself talk yeah. or or go go fuck yourself yeah you don't say that to a guy that was crazy enough to just shoot yeah. you in the foot yeah. so what yeah. does he do he stands up shoots him a few times in the yeah. chest yeah just to make a point just to make a point what a surprise yeah, like, who saw that he was who dead. saw that coming yeah so here's the thing in that in that oh. moment though i mean i've seen it so many times now so it's like to your point chris kind of numb to it mm-hmm. but in that moment you really didn't want Tommy to shoot the kid in the chest. You know what no, I mean? No, like you, you really oh, didn't no. expect it. Oh happening. no. I'm saying, but like, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, uh, try to avoid this. Like, you know what I mean? Don't, don't, don't egg him on. The guy's Do you remember nuts. De Niro in that scene though? He's like, uh, he's like, Oh, Tommy, yeah. you're going to let this kid get away with that. Yeah. What are you doing? You're going to let no. him. And then he shoots him. And then mm. he says, what are you doing? Right, 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 no. right. You told me, you told me he yeah. was going to, what, what, what? Like life just didn't, I don't know, man. It's a crazy, crazy fucking world. Crazy. See, that's, that's the part I, I bring oh, up wow. when, when, uh, the, the shoot the the shoe shine box scene yeah when yeah. we think everybody's cool and De Niro's like no I'm gonna have drinks yeah. on everybody let's all he's trying yeah. to de-escalate the situation because yeah. he knows what Tommy's gonna probably try to do yeah um yeah. and it's not gonna work out well for him in the end yeah and to me that's where us maybe not and maybe not for Ray Liotta uh, maybe not for Henry Hill Henry Hill knows what lifestyle he's getting into but we as viewers as we're watching this universe we understand now at this point how crazy this is like up yeah. to that point. It's just, Hey, I got tickets at the Copacabana. Hey, I yeah. got some stuff. I got out of, I got out of jail easy. Hey, yeah. I got, you know, a girlfriend yeah. and a wife and okay, yeah. well that's all dandy and all, but it's actually really fucking crazy. And these people that we're dealing with are nuts. I mean, yeah. I don't care. Culture besides it doesn't matter. Yeah. It cannot excuse you shooting a guy just because he's going to disrespect you. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, that's not a part of me. If someone disrespects me, I typically go, all right. And I just kind of 
<laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, well, what, yeah. what, I'm going to be able to sleep tonight. I don't give a shit what you've said about me, but yeah. these people can't. And that to me as a viewer, as we're watching again, the, the lens is our eye into this whole world. Like that Copacabana scene where he's, he's going through and it's just, or in the intro scene when he's going the, you know, Jimmy two talk and Johnny yeah, yeah. fats and all that yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. you yeah, know, yeah. we're seeing it through that lens so we can experience it, not Henry Hill. And now we're trying to experience that lifestyle. And that for me is the turning point. That to me is like, okay, I was, I, I, I was okay with the lifestyle, but now it's actually nuts. <laughs> like, yeah. It's yeah. Cuckoo nuts. It's well, you not know what it is. You know what it is too. It's like the, the subtleties of it, you know, mm -hmm. looking the wrong way, yep. saying the wrong word. Right. Um, you know, if you think about Sopranos, Mm -hmm. When when Corrado, right? Corrado Soprano, you know, he uh, pleasures a woman a way mm -hmm. that a gangster should never pleasure a woman, right? Ah, yes. And then the other guys fight. And like, that's it. Like, he's lost mm. all credibility, blah, 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 blah. It's like uh, these, these crazy unwritten rules mm -hmm. within that cultural environment. It's like, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, disrespect me. Maybe we'll, we'll go fisticuffs or mm -hmm. throw a couple of F-bombs at each other or something. Yeah. But you know, to, to, to come back in and mm -hmm. kill the guy with the heel of your shoe <laughs> while it's on your foot as you're stomping <laughs> on his head. Right. And then getting the sheets off the, off the dining room tables. Mm -hmm. Remember Tommy in that scene? He's like, like he's crying. He's almost crying. Like, I'm sorry. I couldn't control this. I couldn't stop mm. it. Remember? Mm -hmm. He yeah. was like, I didn't mean to get blood that's on your right. floor. I didn't mm -hmm. mean to get blood on your floor. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like that. Not that I killed the prick. And well, and the, the weirdest thing too, if you think about it though, they grew up in this world. Right. They know it. It's part of their psyche. They know the rules and he knows full well that he should not touch yeah. this guy. Yeah. And he does yep. it anyway. Yeah. So it's like, Dude, you're 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 yeah. begging to yeah. get killed. You know, if one person learns about this, mm -hmm. and well, that sure was enough, it at the end. Yeah, that was, was it. Made, you, you know, know Tommy you know, goes yeah. into the uh, into what he thinks is his uh, prick the finger moment, mm -hmm. and they're like, uh 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 uh. You know, this was payback for for what was it, Spats, Jimmy Spats, or whatever the guy's uh, name was, the guy mm -hmm. that they 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 whacked uh, in the bar. Uh, like Jimmy Bats. Bats. Jimmy Bats, right? Yep. He was the mate. He was the mate guy, and like mm -hmm. this is this. What did he call Henry? Had a great line. This is some serious greaseball shit or something. Remember, mm -hmm. he yeah, says yeah. like that, mm -hmm. that line. You know, some this is payback for some serious greaseball shit. You know, we just get like you said, we get to experience that from the, from the safety of a couch or whatever. Because Tommy could get made because he's a hundred percent, but Jimmy and Henry can never be made because of their lineage. Does that give Pesci in his own head an unwanted license to do anything? I'm going to be made so I can do whatever. Maybe he just. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think that's pretty, that's pretty insightful young man. Oh, I, I think try, so. you know, I, I try. <laughs> no, look, it makes sense, right? It's mm -hmm. like, um, you know, you can't touch this guy. Mm -hmm. You know, he's one of us. Right. right, this guy over here, you you can't touch him. You, you, mm -hmm. you know, it just is what it is. So if he's he obviously believes he's untouchable. Mm -hmm. So if you believe you're untouchable, guess what? You're going to yep. act as, mm -hmm. as somebody who is untouchable. But like yeah. you said, he broke he broke the cardinal rule of mm -hmm. there are some other guys that are also untouchable, yeah. stupid, and, yeah. you, and you weren't made when you when you made right. that fucking decision. So uh oh. Yeah. Oops. Sorry about right. that. Whoops. Sorry about that. Regardless of what a prick the mm -hmm. guy is, I mean, mm -hmm. it's just. It, yeah, you still have to deal so, with it. I don't think any of them, you know, had really nice personalities. No, you know. But here's what's interesting, right? You get a little, you get a little insight into, um, you know, the scene with uh, Paulie, you know, Savino, mm -hmm. the scene where they're in the backyard and they're cooking the sausage. You know yep. what I mean? And yep. they're all hanging out in the wife beaters in the backyard, and the kids mm -hmm. are running around, the bada bing, bada boom. You know what yep. I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like you got this. It's almost contrarian. It's so, yep. it's so opposite. Right. Mm -hmm. It's so opposite from I love your little Joey giving him a kiss, giving your wife a kiss. And then he puts on a new suit coat, walks out the door, you know, whacks a couple of guys, mm -hmm. goes and finds a couple of hooers and, yep. uh, you know, goes off and does a, a typical Saturday night because the, the without a conscience. How do you do it without a conscience? Because it's transactional. All of that shit's transactional. It's part of the business. So you can easily, I guess I'm not that person separate yourself from the family life, that's family life. And I quote 
love my family. Yeah. But because all this other stuff is just transactional to the business, you can remove yourself from the conscience conscious of it because mm. it's just this is how business is done. Mm. Mm, so you can sure. take you can take yourself out of it pretty easily if you can get to that point of this is all transactional. And Henry Hill started with that early on in life when he, you know, the mailman got beat up and he was, yeah. you know, yeah. he was blowing up the cars and went like he's he's okay with it. It's transactional. I'm I'm living like a king. And again, wasn't really killing anyone yet. Right, right. Right. right it was right, just right. vandalism and running cigarettes and again yeah. the mailman got beat up, but he didn't get killed because he knew well, it was good for him. <laughs> that's what they called the wet work, right? You got to go yeah. out and do the wet work to, right. uh, to to work your way up. Right. You know so, what, what What I found interesting about it was at the same time is that this, it's like an undercurrent throughout the, throughout the whole movie. Like if you break the rules, there's a price to pay. And yet mm-hmm. every single one of them, seem to break the rules themselves, right? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, what I mean? yep. like you know, like the drugs, and you know, mm-hmm. the downfall of Henry Hill was the you know the cocaine and the whatever else. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll do cocaine, but we won't do heroin. Or we'll yeah. do heroin, but we won't, we won't do crack. We'll do crack, yeah. but we won't do. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this con- continual moving of the goalposts mm-hmm. as the business or the transactions, as you put it, mm-hmm. uh, needed to elevate. So that they could make more and more money. Well, to me, that that is sorry. I just I got thoughts, Jay. I'm sorry. Um, to me, that that's <laughs> I don't care. hey, this is that, that to me. It's like watching Goodfellas, baby. <laughs> Scorsese <laughs> frames this movie so that the stuff at the beginning, when it's old timey gangster stuff, mm. and they're just shaking people down for protection money mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. running cigarettes, like that's the old timey stuff. And Paul Sorvino yeah. is saying, I only want to do the old timey stuff. Right. And he, he slaps Henry in the face. Stay out of the other. This is our business. Yeah. Don't, and you brought up the drugs, and I'm glad you brought that up. Because once we see Henry Hill go to jail, and as he's going to jail, he pops a couple of pills. Yeah. Again, the movie takes a turn. Now Scorsese is saying, this is bad organized crime. Right. Before it was good. Well, not organized good. Crime. But yeah. we could deal with respectful. it. Respectful. It was respectful. It was honor among thieves, right? It was yeah, respectful right. organized the cops knew the like you were saying. The cops knew the rules. The criminals knew the rules. Everybody knew where they could go, knew where yeah. they could stand. And if you stepped yeah. over it, you knew what was going to happen. But once you start, and Paul Sorvino knew it, once you start mixing in the drugs, now it's it's something he doesn't want to deal with. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And that's yeah. why he only gives him he only gives him three grand on the way out yeah. the door. Yeah. At the end now, of the movie. And now I can't I can't ever see you again. I got yeah. now I got to turn my back on you. Yeah, and that it, wow. Oh. But, yeah, that's something. Because <laughs> you got nothing now. <laughs> think about think about the Godfather. That was also a mm-hmm. theme, right? Yep. Where Marlon Brando, uh, Don Corleone says, "I don't want to get involved in this drug mm-hmm. business." Yeah, you know, he wanted to keep it the, how he knew it and how it was a lot more organized and neat, mm-hmm. if yeah. you will. Where where the other thing became yeah. messy. Yeah. So it's it's a theme that goes into this film as well, for sure. For sure. With the whole drug thing. And it's just one of those moments you want to slap uh, Henry in the face because it really starts to, first off, it's like, you know, man, if if you screw Paulie over, right? That's what he was called, Mm -hmm. Paulie, right? If you screw him over, it's like, you're you're really just ending everything. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to put yourself out there where he's not going to be with you anymore. You're not going to be in this life if you you piss him off enough. And you, you... I mean, look at the jail. They're in jail. <laughs> oh, so good. I love that. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. Yeah. They're all together. Yeah. Dude, dude, there were lamps. Mm-hmm. Floor lamps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that were in the back. I love the, Jay, I love the fact that you just brought up the lamps and not anything else. Like, that is the most incredible part. You had floor lamps in a jail. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> You remember when he's well, slicing like, the garlic? Like in the back. Remember yeah, when he's yeah. slicing the slicing oh, the garlic? Dude, it was so good it melted in the pan. <laughs> melted in the pan. It's iconic. And and dude, how many people want to try that now? You know what I mean? Like when oh, they watch yeah, that movie. Sure. I've yeah. done that. What are you talking about? Try that. I've done that. I got I got a I got a right, sauce right, simmer no, right now, bro. It. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lick, yeah, remember, and, and he's like, "Okay, now we can eat." He brings yeah. in the bread and the, and the bottle of uh, bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> what I'm saying is, you want to hit Henry Hill in the face. He's in this little moment here with them, and they're cooking, and they're obviously they have privileges yeah. while yep. they're yeah. 
in prison. And what happens? He still goes and has to sell shit on the mm-hmm. side in the back. And he knows that's against what Paulie okay. believes yeah. in. So it's like, dude, you're fucking yourself no, right yeah. now. If he finds this out, you're screwed. And, and, and it's like, why wouldn't you want to keep the life that you <laughs> Because remember, <laughs> like I said, they're so yep. relaxed that they got freaking floor yeah. lamps and pillows and cushions and, and couches and, and shit. They were wearing robes. Yeah. yeah, I know. And, and let's not forget, <laughs> Henry Hill has no discernible skills. He's got Correct. no skills. So your whole life is is the is the is Paulie's crime syndicate, and you got, you know what? You got greedy in a society of people that are greedy in this living no taxes and living off the fear of other people beating them up. Living in a in a world of greed, you are greedier than that. Mm. You can't just you can't just have a little house with your backyard barbecue. You got to have the Cadillac and the jewelry and all that stuff. And well, then you deserve. Does he deserve well, that's it? The, that's the ego. That's yeah. the ego, man. Yep. That's the mentality of bigger is always better. More has got to be better. Mm-hmm. More wives. More coke. More house. More money. More crime. Mm-hmm. The disease of more. You know that that translates across all <laughs> all society. Don't we see this kind of coming up as we're in- now? Wait, can I? I'm sorry if I'm ignorant to this. The movie ends in the 80s. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. So so we see we see maybe maybe this is Scorsese. I'm getting I'm putting my director hat on now. Okay. Um, is this Scorsese telling us that as we enter the the decade of greed, that greed is the final? Like the nail in the Ooh. coffin on this whole Ooh, thing. That's that's deep, and that's oh. why. And uh, oh. again, the the soundtrack <laughs> informs the decade, right? So as we end, and we're into Eric Clapton and and the yeah. end of Layla, yeah, and right. And everybody's yeah. everybody's getting killed, like you know, the night of broken glass, mm. and suddenly we're in the now where you know it's it's gone beyond what was okay. We were okay with the fifties. We were okay with that gentleman thievery. But once we baseball, get to this, baseball bats instead of Uzis. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. That's, That's good. I'm I'm freewheeling on this. I never thought of that. No, but you know, we could talk about other things as well, but even though I'm going to mention the end right now, the ending song is what uh, is Wonder Wonderful World, right? No. Um, and did it my way. Uh, and it's Sid. My way. Yeah. Oh, my way. Okay. That's sorry. Right. Uh, it's my way, but it's Sid Vicious. That's right. Yep. That's doing that. That's right. Now. Wasn't he like a like a major cokehead? Heroin. Uh, he was a major everything head. Yeah. Sid, Sid Vicious was was uh, right, 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 Sex right. Pistols nope. from London. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I actually yeah, yeah, I yeah, actually yeah. saw live. Really? Thank you very much. Yes, I did. Thank what you. was that? Must have been wow. an interesting environment. So, but what I'm saying, maybe that was also symbolic of you know the the whole drug mm-hmm. thing. Oh, for sure. You know, like that. He specifically oh, chose for sure. him, that uh, uh, his. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. Instead of, you know, here's Frank Yeah, Sinatra. think of, uh, you know, think of, uh, you know, Paulie Savino standing next to Sid Vicious. Right? Yeah. How's, how's that for, for, for opposites, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, yeah. Right, that's, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. I like that, fellas. Here comes the age of, of, of heavy drugs yep. and Andy Warhol and, you know, mm-hmm. all of that, that, that cultural shift mm-hmm. uh, into uh, the Because, demo- look, from what we know today – Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that it's all accurate. I don't, I don't know. I don't have. I'm not part of the crime statistics reporting. But you know, <laughs> it's um, you know, from what we we're we're led to believe as the general American, the mm-hmm. mafia is you know pretty much done. It doesn't mm-hmm. have the weight and the uh, you know the five families etc cetera, etc cetera, that it used to have mm-hmm. for a couple of different reasons. And I think what it was is that respectable boxed crime of the 50s or 40s 50s 60s whatever once it broke out of the box mm-hmm. you know 80s 90s 2000s then yep. it was like you know now now they got to pay attention now you can't let it just keep on going on in the background you know it spilled into into middle america it spilled into suburbia it spilled into the schools mm-hmm. and it's like okay that's it you're done and i think that could very well be part of, like you said, what Scorsese's plan was, was to share that. I, I, That's pretty you know, insightful. I like I'm, that. I'm glad you said that because, I mean, the way I was looking at it, it's almost like Paul Sorvino's, Paulie's organized crime is mm. not a sustainable product. Right. Like it, can, it can only, really only last so long of the way that it's set up. 
Yeah, and for sure. So, so, so maybe Henry Hill was trying to get ahead of the game, but it did not. Maybe, work maybe. Did not, it did not work yeah. very well. Yeah, he was he was a trailblazer way yes. too early in his career. <laughs> He was he was he was in, he was in Bitcoin before Bitcoin was ready. Karen, I'm trying to do something new here. Why would you do that, Karen? Karen, 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 Karen. If you think you want to talk about the the transition, you you go from that to you know the the, the Colombian cartels, and it's mm-hmm. like, can you imagine? I mean, Savino and his crew would have been wiped out by the Colombian cartels in a heartbeat. Easy, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They got missile launchers and submarines. What are you talking about? Yeah, right. I mean, right? come on. It's like, come on now. Come on now. So, yeah. Bringing a knife absolutely. to a gunfight. Bringing a knife to a gunfight. Well, I feel bad for the gangsters now. Well, it's funny that he... <laughs> <laughs> I do. These poor bastards. I want to uh. give him a hug. I want to stir the sauce. Keep stirring the sauce, Karen. Stir the sauce. Right? I, 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 I want to stir the sauce. I, I love how he gets mad at her. Oh, yeah for getting rid of the rest mm-hmm. of the drugs yeah. right uh, that's that he yeah. hid and it's like um have you ever heard of a drug sniffing mm-hmm. dog no. <laughs> you know what i mean like it's not an absolute guarantee just because you hit it behind a television mm-hmm. in a no. cabinet that they're not going to find it you know it's like you can't get mad at her for getting rid of it if it's on the and prowl. Jay, i remember i remember exactly <laughs> where she stuffed that last bag of coke you remember where she put it in that scene Right down no. the front of her knickers, underneath her shiny uh, dressing gown. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. as a young oh, right, man, right, you right, never right, forget right. where that last bag of coke went. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you, you remember. You, like, you rewind that bit a couple of times. You know Dave, what I'm saying? I, Dave, I don't remember, Dave. I don't know. You liar, liar, pants on fire. Now I'm going to have to shoot you. Oh, no. <laughs> Jake, can I, I'll go to you. what you said. If you, know, if you turn the tables, you're going to tell me that Henry is not going to flush the dope down the toilet like that's very hypocritical oh, for you, sure for you, you sure. got cops coming in every door and you're not gonna hide the drugs come on yeah. so no he's insane right. there's no place you could hide it if if they have the right oh, equipment yeah. like i said they have a dog in there you, you and can't the toilet bowl that she was stuffing it down was covered in cocaine like it was covered the rim was covered in cocaine uh, t- time out what see now you're you, now it's, you're trying to bring it, reality it, into a movie again guys what no, are you doing i told you at the beginning i told you at the beginning bending reality all right no i know but it's just like if no no see that's that's it, a, no i know no, no, no. it's a mobster I, I, oh, wait, okay, sorry. Hold on, wait wait it, that 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 one no it's just that that one thing uh the the rim it's it's got covered in coke on mm. the toilet that is a mobster margarita. Oh, that I is. Like that. No, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, margarita. I, I'm actually not doing my typical, <laughs> you, that can't happen. What I am saying is that in her panic, she didn't even bother to try to clean up or try to contain the Coke that was going to be on the, 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 the mobster margar- margarita bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and you, and then you, you mops the margarita and then you stick your head in and you switch it back and you <laughs> all right moment of truth ready yeah chris yeah if you could have no conscience would you be a mobster uh, uh no because i just don't i'm too laid back i, I don't want to hurt anybody like that's it's not even like let me put it this way all right, ready? So let's go. Yeah. Let's go. True talk. We're gonna do yeah. true talk right now. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So if I could, uh, oh man. All right. Let me phrase this the right way. I don't want to hurt anybody. Bottom line, I don't want to hurt anybody because I don't want anybody to hurt me. So I don't know that I would be able to do that. And I'm not tough. So I mean, I talk. I, I don't talk a mean game. I don't talk a mean. I don't talk a mean game at all. I'm not gonna lift a finger for anybody unless they're gonna hurt my wife or my children. So that's that. So I don't know that I could enforce anything but you know in terms of like you know it's kind of what ray liotta got into be in the into in the beginning of it like he was into like robbing the airline and nobody got hurt yeah uh yeah that's a good move be, right you yeah, know maybe I mean, yeah. if we're doing honest talk like that that'd be hard to say no to i mean i'm not right. gonna ever be put in that situation um and i certainly well actually i've got a proposal <laughs> oh no <laughs> i know this plane that's coming in i know a guy I know this guy. He's in. Stop. He's in Florida. They're all stop recording yeah, here. Recording here. <laughs> all, all the money in Florida is totally clean. So you know that's why I'm invested in Florida. Carry on. <laughs> Carry on. 
wait a minute. Isn't Florida going to be underwater in you 20 years due is, to climate change? No, time. absolutely not. The okay. water control management system, yep. which is run by Vinnie Bag of Donuts, all is right. doing just, just fine. It's okay, okay, fine. All right. We don't all have to worry about it. You know what? All right. Here's, here's, here's the rub. Here's the rub. The question is, if you know, if you could get rid of the conscience and stuff, but the, but we actually have a conscience when we're thinking about such a question. So it's like, um, do I want to get rid of my conscience, Mm. which will mean that I might be okay with hurting people. Yeah. And it's like, I don't think I can choose that now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I gotta, I gotta take, you know what I mean? I gotta take it to, to, to maybe a little morbid, but a serious level on it. Working as a firefighter and a medic, right. In a city. Like I, I went to, you know, a couple of homicides. Like I saw some Mm. nasty stuff. You know what I yep. mean? I saw the brutality of one, you know, man on another. I saw the brutality of a of a woman getting beaten, of kids getting hurt and stuff. Mm-hmm. And if I keep it in the real world, not a hope in hell of ever being a gangster. Mm-hmm. But if I want to just imagine for a while. Oh, sure. Come on now. Oh, yeah, yeah. The best suits, the best girls, the best mm-hmm. food. Yeah. Right? Come on. Stop well, yeah. it. I want to be a gangster. Well, like yeah. I, it's like I said at the beginning. Well, right. There's a so, little gangster in all of us. Sure. Think about the it's like a contrast because we at the beginning, how everything is all beautiful mm-hmm. and we all want mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want to walk into a room and they go, yeah. Hey, well done. Yeah. It's yeah. yours. Yeah. No, your money's no good, yeah. buddy. Sit yeah. down. Front yeah. row. Even the walk through the kitchen, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Yeah. Like, I mean, that was a fun yeah, shot. Yeah, to get into the I uh, really Col- loved watching Col- that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was just he's walking her through, and it's just this really long shot, and it's like, that must, let's put it this way. That what, That's probably, what, 30-plus seconds sure. yeah. for that yeah. shot? Yeah. That's probably a, a lot to do, like, to have everybody doing it. Okay, take 50. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, please, don't screw it up yeah. anymore. We're tired of, tired of walking yeah. behind yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But it was great. And it, But so I can absolutely see who wouldn't want The adoration. Or, or if you have a wedding. And, I mean, yeah, we get cards at our wedding and a decent amount of money for just being mm-hmm. who we are. Typical. Yep. Never mind having fat wallets that are probably like three mm-hmm. inches right, thick. Yeah, right. <laughs> with right, under cash. Mm-hmm. Cash. Oh, cash money for cash. Oh, cash money. Goodness. Cash money. Who wouldn't want that? Yeah, I, I actually mean, I actually absolutely you guys have inspired me so much. I'm quitting everything. I'm <laughs> I'm get including a conscience. I gotta go home to Mary Beth tonight and say, "Honey, I'm gonna go find me a guma. I'm out of here. I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go do some things. I gotta, I gotta go do some s- things. I, I gotta, you know, I gotta go do this thing. I'm gonna I gotta go do a thing. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. How uh, how funny was it? To, just to go back to the movie for a second, and I thought it was hysterical. He gets married, and they're still living in his wife's house, but he never comes home. And then he finally comes home with Pesci, and she starts screaming at him. You never call. You never call. And Pesci starts like parroting her like <laughs> yeah. oh what a bitch like you can't i can't believe it she's getting oh yeah i'm gonna call and tell you i'm gonna be out all night like to me it was like such what's an- wrong with you henry That's what I'm you call? <laughs> like what normal person wouldn't go well, with a mother you've been but no 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 i i just thought that not funny but like wow insightful what, what an insight into what is normal yeah. Yeah. uh and what she's yeah. getting herself into but I just got to create that normalcy at home. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Do the best you I, can, my man. I will. Let me, I will. Let me, I think let me I'll know. start tonight. Let where's me know my, how that... Where's my supper? Put my <laughs> supper on the table. No, I don't, I don't know. She's, no. she's, she's, she's little, but she'll kick my ass. She's, <laughs> she, she, she's too tough for me. The last thing you want, the, the last thing you want is to wake up and see that yeah, barrel yeah, of right? the gun. Like, looking, looking right, right at, at you. Like, right like at Henry you. did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sitting there. So good. Good movie though, right, fellas? Oh sure. All right. Well, there's no, no doubt about oh, yeah. it. Absolutely. I mean, it's. I was looking online. I did a little research, and uh, we keep every now and then we come across these movies, Jay, that they have been entered into the Library of Congress for their contri- uh, contribution to American culture, and this movie really? is in there. Yeah, it's is it's it really? In. But wow. but but so's Tootsie, also a good movie. But I got to tell you, <laughs> so's Purple Rain. Oh uh, no, yeah, that's a problem. And we we did Purple Rain. I am a giant Prince fan, but that movie is 
fucking terrible. It's really? not. It's yeah. not good. No, yeah. and I like Prince, but that movie is terrible. So oh, I mean, that's the, that's the far left sneaking one in. That's what that was. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what? What's weird is you come across this movie on. If you look at it on demand, you see two versions: you see mm-hmm. the regular and the remastered special edition, yep. right? And the special edition and the regular are the same length. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah. what the hell? So all you did was clean it? Like, you didn't give us anything oh, extra? What the hell? Don't call it special or anything. Just say clean or, or remastered. But don't. Can you find it on Amazon Prime or anything like that? It's Is on it Prime. On Is it? You yeah. rent it. Uh, it's probably not it's free not. right now, but yeah. Okay. Um, okay. You know what is? You know what is free on Amazon Prime? What's that? Flipping Boston. All yeah. 29 episodes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You are a marketing genius, sir. Do you see how I did that? I like did you see how I did that? Work, that was good. Work that I, came in in there. The, I came in the side door, Henry, when nobody was looking. All right? Uh, that's some funny shit right there. I did that. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, my God. That. I'm a clown. I amuse Why you. Not? Like, I'm here to amuse you. Huh? Huh? It's time now for final judgment. Are you ready to rubber stamp this bitch? Here's the final judgment. I think we can all agree that it's a good movie, but so the hard part is, Mm. does it hold up, right? So it it doesn't stand up to the test of time. So that's where we're going to go next. So Jay, if you want to, you want to start that, be my guest. I would say absolutely, because first off, any period piece has a great chance Mm -hmm of standing to the test of time because you're not representing the year that you made this. You're representing a a time from earlier. So you've got a a better chance, I would say, in in that sense, because you're not, people aren't going, oh, look at all that crap from 1990. Mm. It's not there. You know what I mean? They're talking about the 60s and then, you know, they're moving forward, but I'm saying that's kind of where they're strong. I would say also the theme is timeless. People love this subject. They love it. They're so intrigued by it. And what's special about this one is that they really show the glamour. Mm-hmm. They really sell it to the point where we're all like kind of going, hmm, hmm. I wouldn't mind that no. myself. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like where I mean, to the point where Dave asked the question, what would you do? Would you like mm-hmm. to, you know, if you could separate the cut? So I really love that aspect. They sold you on it for a while. Like they warmed you up before they cooled you off <laughs> with the death and destruction. So I say absolutely it holds up. It's, it's a timeless thing because even if, even if it may not exist today and it's the same way, it's still something that people know about. They've heard about it. They've learned about it, whether it's through many other films and, and this one included. And this one absolutely, mm. absolutely mm. holds up. Cool. Yeah. Dave, would you like to go? Or yeah, me? look, undoubtedly timeless. Mm-hmm. Okay. Same reasons that you got in there, Jay, but I, I'll throw this in as well. Is if we look prior to Goodfellas, we loved Boardwalk Empire, Showtime, mm-hmm. right? Same kind of concepts. Mm-hmm. Like we we just eat up the the almost like the good-hearted villain, even when the good-hearted villain does really bad shit, mm-hmm. yeah. we tolerate it, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like black comedy in the sense of mm-hmm. yeah you know he's gonna get shot in the eye because he was looking at something he shouldn't look at so we're gonna shoot you shot him in the fucking eye. you know what i mean it's like mm-hmm. it's got that playground feel to it at the same time you've got this consistent struggle for power and let's be honest we all like to be powerful and feel power mm-hmm. it's got a love story with, with mm-hmm. karen right yep. So you got a, a little touch of Romeo and Juliet in there kind of feel to it. It's Shakespearean mm-hmm. in nature. Sure. And then you just, you know, you add just the Italian culture. I'm thinking of a line and it's not from Goodfellas. It's actually from uh, a Bronx tale. And they said, you know, Jojo the whale was so fat. His shadow killed a small dog. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> You know, yeah. it's only that that culture that creates legends, right? Legends and, and stories that grow. You know, everything is about can you tell a really good story? And, and the one thing Pesci's done in every movie that he's created is he's told a great story. Visually, mm-hmm. uh, characters, subplots. There's no way that it, it can't be timeless. Sure. 
I rest my case, Your Honor. All right. I'll go with this. Uh, and Jay, I'll, I'll give you one better too. And I believe it or not, and I, I may have seen only pieces of it, but obviously we go for the glamour part of this movie at first. Scarface opens with someone getting hacked up with a chainsaw, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's a Oof. totally different movie uh, for mm-hmm. obvious reasons. And so, sorry, I just I just wanted to bring that up because this movie is obviously timeless. Um, it it does. We, there are no like we don't care about the misogyny and the drug abuse and the violence and the sex roles and all that stuff, because it's from before. Not only is it from before, but it's from a culture that we don't understand. That's why we like these movies, because we could never be like, as you said, we kind of want to be a gangster. We just right. want to watch, though. We don't want to actually yeah, yeah. Right. do the hard work. We just want to see what it would feel like. Right. From that perspective, it is absolutely timeless. I, I think the only thing that I would say doesn't hold up is that movies like this, like gangster movies, kind of come as the culture wants to see them. So there comes a time when, man, there's a lot of gangster movies and then there's none. And right. man, there's a bunch of gangster movies and then there's none. So the, it comes in and out of favor. And, and the, to, to back up my claim, I will say when I first started teaching in 2000, everybody saw Goodfellas. Everybody right. saw My Cousin Vinny. Yeah. Everybody had seen Name Your Movie. Or, uh, well, let's just take those as an example. And now, because I just did this the other day, I had a question of the day in my class. And it was like, what's your favorite old movie? And one person said Goodfellas. I'm like, wow, you like good? No one else had heard of it. Wow. So it's kind of coming in and out of favor. And I think what we need to do is push the fact that more me- more people need to see the movie. Um, and so to that, I would say it's does- not that it doesn't hold up, but right now it's time has passed a little bit. Uh, not that we don't watch The Sopranos, Big and Boardwalk Empire and, right, right. and all that stuff. I'm just saying this type of stylized, mo- and it's a stylized movie because of Scorsese, kind of comes in and out of favor. And that's the only reason I would say it's not, a hundred percent stands up the test of time. I don't think you make this movie now. I don't think anybody makes this movie as Scorsese made it. For sure. I think you make this movie, it'll look a little different. And yeah. but I'm certainly not gonna say it doesn't hold up. That's that's cuckoo nuts. That's sure. my only take on that. That's all. Love it. Dig it. And here's 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 something I want to throw out there before we wrap up. I want the people who listen to this to ask themselves. What are the biggest differences and what are the biggest similarities between Goodfellas and the Showtime hit series Billions? I'd like to know oh. how people, right? Mm-hmm. That's a good question, right, yeah. Chris? Mm-hmm. Hello. How are yep. you doing? See, I just came yep. up with that one all on my own. So, so I, you know. It, it's a great show. It, my boys, my boys are wicked show. smart. Wicked smart. <laughs> wicked smart. I'm a wicked my, fat smeller. I mean, well, smart fella. Smart fella. <laughs> It's, um, you know, it's, it's real. it really is. It's like, to, and the reason I bring that up is to your point, cyclical, right? Everybody's mm-hmm. all about stock market and money and Bitcoin and hedge funds and blah, 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 blah. They're mm-hmm. just gangsters. They're just yep. gangsters. Yep. Right. The 401k system has been mm-hmm. ruled by fucking gangsters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's just more victims now well, instead of just it? the one guy getting beat up in the alley. It's all of us. You know what, what I mean? What, what was the name of the, 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 the investment that uh, brokerage that went belly up in 08. What, Bernie? No. Enron? No, ah, I can't think of it. Um, I'm sorry, bad point. I can't think of the name. Yeah, it loses all power if you can't think of it because now we all feel like Trump's trying to keep up with you. You know what I mean? Well, here's a wonderful (laughs) thing. I have an edit. I have an edit button. That question never came up. (laughs) How sweet it is. God damn it. Oh, so never mind. I, Sorry. If it doesn't ever Sorry. get addressed, it's okay. Hey, just, it's all right. You never just, just, No, it's okay. Leave it in there. I like Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs. Oh, Goldman yeah, yeah. Sachs, those fuckers. Yeah. Like they, they just abused. Out, they all jumped out the window. They all I know, but they, the all, window. They, abused, they abused the system legally sure. and screwed sure. everyone. Sure. So, so they yeah, do. they're gangsters. Yeah. I'll give you that. Right. We'll see. Their weapon is now a keyboard. Oh, Jay. Jay. Nice. <laughs> they don't have guns. They, Good got, they got the little laptop. Nice. Nice. Word. Good stuff, fellas. All Good right. Stuff. Excellent. We absolutely loved having you, Dave. I hope uh, you don't mind maybe coming back at another time. No, uh, I'd enjoy it. A blast. I'd enjoy Excellent. it. Next one is a Disney movie, though. Tron it is. <laughs> <Right>. Tron. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Tron and then Tron Legacy, the the, the, the sequel. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Let's do it again. All right, cool. Because this was this was an absolute blast. So thank you so much for being on. Thanks, fellas. Next week we are uh, being joined by a guy who went. Uh, he was on radio in Rhode Island back in the day, and his name on the radio was Phil Marlowe. We're looking forward to that. And I'm not sure exactly what film we're doing, so we're going to let you be surprised. I guess. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> cool. Feel free to uh, email us at filmcrickets eighty ninety nine eight zero nine nine at gmail.com. Recommend us to all your friends on. And you can find us wherever podcasts are found. If you find us on Apple, make sure you rate and review. Don't forget the review part, please. And make sure you share our link everywhere in the social media universe to find us. And anything that you could do to help us out would be greatly appreciated. And I want to thank Dave again. That was fantastic. That was fun. It was fun. Good stuff. That's good stuff. So good stuff. All right. Well, take care, everybody. Have a great week. See you later. See you next time. Chirping about movies.